back. Welcome back to Real Man Don't Wear Long Sleeves. I'm watching another calling game. <laughs> it wasn't my idea. So it's the start of the third quarter. I haven't seen any of this game so far. So Rose, do you want to um, talk me through it? So scores are pretty much level. Collingwood are up by a point, surprisingly. Mm. Um, we're up by a lot in the first quarter, and then second quarter, Sydney came back a bit. And that's what I have to say about that. Sounds like it's been a good game. Ebbs and flows. Got a also, bit of everything. crazily, we turned it on and thought that we'd missed the entire third quarter, but the clock is counting up rather than counting down on the TV, which I've never seen before in my life. It is weird. Except for Channel 9 five-minute warning. Yeah, it is really weird. Oh, I do have some news. Buddy Franklin refused to shake Brayden Maynard's hand at the beginning of the game. What? Yeah. Why were they going to shake hands at the beginning of the game anyway? You know, when you go up to your direct opponent and you're like, hey... It's on. I've never seen anyone do that. Oh, they were all fist bumping and then Buddy refused. To I'm, I'm on Buddy's side. That's exactly what I'm like as a player. We played these like 15-year-olds at netball on the weekend and I just fucking hated my players so much. And James said I was being really intimidating because I just like wouldn't talk to her the whole time. Because she just, I was just but like... she didn't deserve it. I was finally, I was, I was um, barely restraining my rage, so... I totally understand where Buddy Franklin's coming from. You don't, like, play nice with the opponent right before the start. You play mind games. Well, sportsmanship. No, the sportsmanship is, comes after. <laughs> sportsmanship <laughs> comes after. Sportsmanship's shaking hands at the end. Okay. When it's, a, it's a psychological game at the beginning. You're not going to be like, hey, mate, how are you? You might give him a nod, but absolutely no handshaking. How are the kids? Huh? Hey, mate, how are you? How are the oh, kids? <laughs> oh. Who's been good in this game so far? Um, Pendlebury. <laughs> don't believe that for a second. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I think Dugowie's kicked a few. Oh, classic Braden. Oh my God, Braden Maynard just hit Buddy Franklin in the face. Talk about revenge. That's why he didn't shake his hand. His hand's been twitching ever since it wasn't shook, just waiting to <laughs> release that energy. But you know what? It was a strategic play from Buddy Franklin because Buddy Franklin was trying to get under his skin so that he would know, like. You know, he would know that he would be riling Brayden Maynard up. And then Brayden Maynard's had such barely controlled rage that he's, like, done a stupid hit in the head. And now Buddy Franklin's got a free in front of goal. So yeah. he's that's why he's, the, like, the legend of the game. And Brayden Maynard's nothing on his, like, the trail of mud behind his boots. Wow. You know I really like Scrappy Doo. Yeah, but I'm just saying in this particular circumstances. Oh, that's a good-looking kick. Love you, Buddy. Oh, uh, Oh. Isn't that weird? That happens to me so often. I find it, especially at the games, I find it really hard to um, see. I just wait for the crowd around me to react before I, unless it's like really <laughs> obvious. To but like when we were at the showdown last week, we were sitting like, you know, if we were behind the goals, but to the, just on the outer edge of one of the points. Whoa. Does that make sense? So the angle you're looking at the goals at is like almost impossible to see until it's actually gone through what's, what's happened. Yeah. Sometimes at the game, it's really easy to look at the goal umpire because it's like they'll be yeah, standing true. between the goals, but on the TV, they don't always, they're like showing the ball flying through the air or whatever. So Look out, Dacos! What's going on with, why Collingwood decided to play well this week, Rose? I don't know. Pretty annoying. <laughs> Did you tip them? No. Oh. Yeah. That is annoying. Which is like a big betrayal for me. I've only not tipped them once in the last five years. It was the other week when we played West Coast at Optus. That's a crazy statistic. Once in five, I can't. They should put that on the. And I don't know if I. Um, they should put that on the weird stats. Um, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> I don't know that 
I there'd be no conclusive evidence that you haven't tipped against Collingwood for five years. It would probably be more. I don't remember not tipping them ever. Because mm, I okay. believe that my I don't always believe they're going to win, but yeah, it's the power of positive thinking. Yeah, I'm manifestation. manifestation. Yeah, exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth. Well, it must have been, been while Is Hickey was taking the mark. Took the words right out of my mouth. <gasps> and I swear it's true. Tom Hickey's gonna win the Norm Smith. <laughs> Norm Smith. That was too easy. Hickey took a grab out the sky. Is this Cox? Hickey took a grab out the sky. <laughs> That's an amazing song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, is that? Oh no, I don't know who that is. Sam Wicks. Wicks. Ah. Hold on. Hold on now, why mom. was I why was I talking about Sam Wicks during the week? Oh, my mum knows his auntie or something random like that. Not a substantial reason <laughs> to bring up at all. Uh, just to the left. Missing some opportunities here, the Swans. Horse. What are you gonna do, horse? Enough horsing around, boys. Do you think he ever says that? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, does more with the turnover. It's so embarrassing. Put it back up forward. So we didn't do a pod last week. What has happened? Since um, two weeks ago. Melbourne remain undefeated. Melbourne remain undefeated. Bulldogs remain threatening. Geelong remain emerging. Richmond remain, remain confusing. deflating. Yeah, that would be my assessment. Did you go for the Giants or Bulldogs? I mean, I Giants think. or Richmond? Um, I think I tipped Giants. Yeah, I tipped Giants. Hard one, hard one to tip. I tipped Richmond, but I don't really know why. Oh, Hickey takes a grab out the sky. <laughs> he strikes. Wow, Hickey best on ground. Annabelle's been talking. Annabelle, our um, dear friend of the pod, Annabelle, has been talking about Tom Hickey on a near constant basis for the last two and a half months. Yeah, he's playing pretty well. He's doing really and good. And when he got injured, that's when they started losing games. Yeah. Four clubs. How would you choose who to support when you retire? Uh, I, I think you just go back to the club that you... Either the club that you supported when you were a kid or the club that you won a premiership with, if you happen to do so. Do you remember Tom or Ty Vickering? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was Tom Hickey. Oh, it was, like, Ty, it was Ty Vickering. Because yeah. he, um, he was also a famous, like... Did he start at Richmond? He was really bad and then Hawthorne took him on uh, or the other way around. Something, but everyone just knew he was I, I associate then, him with Richmond, but I don't, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. And then he got drafted to another club and no one could believe it. Um, and then when I saw Tom Hickey, I was like, oh my God, a third chance for like John Butcher, of course. <laughs> what were we just talking about before that? Um, Annabelle's hard on for Tom no. Hickey. No. I don't know, it's gone. Um, that your mum's friend is Sam no. Wicks' auntie. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Who's this? Number 12, man Blondie. Oh, oh, gives it off, buddy. So unselfish. Oh, dear. Sydney have kicked a goal. I like looking at um, the goal umpires varying sunglasses because I assumed that they had to wear the sports sunglasses, like the cyclist-looking ones. And then of late, there have been some little, um, little bit of personality showing through in the sunnies. Well, you'd have to wear them to fit your face, you know, because they're not about style, they're about function. Yeah, but they're not wearing the sports ones anymore. They've just got normal sunnies on. Oh, yeah, well, maybe they just said that <laughs> was the most effective. Someone like, goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> Who kicks that goal? Who is that little blondie? It's not Isaac Keeney, is it? Is he back? Uh, no, that's uh, he's one of their star recruits whose name eludes me. Yeah. Uh, well, he's number one, so he must be pretty bloody important. Yeah. Come on, put his name. Maybe that's Cox. 
I thought Nick Cox played for Melbourne. I don't know, but I almost didn't tip Melbourne last week because I thought Bailey Fritch got reported and Bailey Fritch is the most important player in the You can't stop Bailey Fritch. <laughs> Nothing will hold Bailey Fritch down. Um, have you got a bone to keep this week? Um, not particularly. Last Saturday I was sleepy and I think I watched football from one o'clock until the end of the last game. That's the danger of having it's pretty hectic. KO because it's like I used to have free to wear, so I would just watch all the games that were on TV. Yeah. And that was a manageable amount. It's one game a day. Oh, two on a Saturday. If, if a South Aussie yeah. team was playing, yeah. But yeah, no, KO, you've got unlimited access. Yeah, and where I would have stopped, it was Collingwood versus North Melbourne. So it was a real danger game, but it worked out okay. I feel sad for North Melbourne. I really kind of wanted them to beat Collingwood just so they could have a win. And I tipped them to get there against Hawthorne, but at this stage, they're 20 points down at half time, so it doesn't Not look like they're in luck. Snap from Brody. That was Pendles. No, it wasn't. But it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, well done. Oh, in other news, still Sidebottom sucks now. As a person or a player? As a player. Well, he's got quite old, and that's what a lot of people were saying in all the commentary about common um, about Collingwood so far this year. Like, is this the team they're going to win a premiership with? Probably not. Like, is Star still, still Sidebottom going to be part of that? Probably not. No. It's like, so maybe we should just move him on now and, and get kick-started on the rebuild. Yeah. I mean, he's 30, which is old, but it's not, you know, looking at Josh Kennedy of the Sydney Swans now. He's, what, 33 or something? And he's still, you know, and he's still, he's still Josh Kennedy. And really doing a lot of things. Yeah. he. You know how you can tell, like, there's players who, beyond the fitness that you are obviously required to have as an AFL player, like, really, really takes pride in, like, fitness and, and like, their, like, look? Yeah. Josh Kennedy is one of those. Like, mm. he's, like, razor, I don't want to say thin, but he's, like, so lean. Like, you can tell he, like, he's like Chad Corns. Like, even when he retires, he's going to be, like, obsessed with exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, Boomer Harvey. Mm, mm. Yeah, exactly like that. Who is, like, bigger than he was as a footballer. It's yeah. quite scary. In, in other news for me, I've had a stirring awakening about Ben Brown that I love him. Because what happened was, I was fo- <laughs> I, on Instagram... <laughs> Because after, you know, when we post a podcast every week, I follow the featured player mm. on Instagram from our account. And so I followed Ben Brown last week and I was just like, he's like actually an amazing person. He's got like his pronouns in his Instagram bio. He's an advocate with Our Watch Australia, which is the like national domestic violence, like research and like funding body. And he's just like incredible. And he's, he like is a champion for small local plant-based businesses and he's so nice, and he posted the cutest video of him and his daughter doing, like, push-ups together. I think I saw that video, It was actually. so cute. Yeah. He just seemed so nice. I was like, I wish we had... I wish we put more value on the, um, you know, like, the values of the players. Like, for example, the way we see player value is in, like, what they give to the game, not what they give to the community. And I know they have the, like, community awards at the end of the year, but, like, for example, like, Patrick Cripps, did you see during the week that he's been pr- playing with a fractured bat the whole year? <gasps> Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? So Patrick Cripps has come out that he's been playing with a fractured back all year and he requires an injection each week in order to play. And then apparently David T came out and said, oh no, like he doesn't have an injection every week. But like, it's like, well, this idea that like you have to push yourself to breaking, te- breaking point and then the, whole, the response to that is like, what a hero, what a warrior. It's like, well, he's going to be 40 and not be able to walk. You know, like uh, why are we valuing this like never give up, like, let, like you push through any pain, like what a warrior. Like that's not, 
Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it is stupid, especially because it's so short-sighted. Yeah, that's a, like, that's a human person. Oh, Bucks isn't happy. Yeah, he's punching the coaches. Hit the roof, literally yeah. and figuratively. Is that Tom Papley that kicked that goal? Yeah. Do you know who he looks like? And I don't know if this will mean much to you or anyone who's listening to this, but he looks like Pacey from Dawson's Creek. That doesn't mean anything to me, I'm afraid. Uh, I didn't think it would. Didn't think it would. Oh, I was going to say, though, on the other hand of, you know, wanting to know what the players are doing for their on-field performance, I don't think that that's what they would want because there's a whole push for, you know, privacy. No, it's not about knowing what they do in their lives. seems like a private guy because otherwise he'd be, like, booking himself in for interviews. No, I don't... It's not not at all about knowing what they're up to. Like, if they don't want to share, that's fine, but it's about, like, actively placing value in the conversations that we have around players. Like... Okay, I see. You know, or, like in the commentary that we and like the media have around players and like what they you know the way they talk and frame players yeah and bringing in you know focusing less on you know the hardness and the like kind of team values and attributes as to like because like young people watching this are like oh those are players like i look up to these players and it's like we i I feel like there should be more to look up you're looking up to like a holistic person not just like a hard footy player who's like who used to do a lot of that dennis cometti Maybe that's why we've lost it. I think it's the commentators as much as it is... Well, they're kind of purpose. That's what I'm saying. It's the conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's my whole point. It's the media. It's not got nothing to do with the players themselves. It's I the media. I do that a lot about Harry O'Brien. Yeah. Heritier. Well, he was Harry O'Brien at the time, yeah. For... He did a lot of philosophising in his years at Conway. Um, what was I going to say? I have no idea. You're talking about Dennis Kmedi and Harry Lumumba. Oh, yeah, just that it's, like, if the commentators, that's what they celebrate. And don't, and they're not, a lot of them don't really seem particularly interested in yeah, anything else. Yeah, exactly. So. so, I have a new segment. Another point for Collingwood. Nearly an hour Chip, since Chipping the last away. Goal. You're not letting me speak. I have another segment. Apparently you tried to pants Nana. Yeah, go on. No, that's right. I'll wait till there's less intense play going on because it's going to take up a lot of attention. It's a game. Oh. Mm. Ooh. And I have to, so, you know, as always, we open up our podcast to listener suggestions. And we've had a write in by a fan with a segment idea. Well, obviously, it was Jaden. Oh. <laughs> so, we're going to do his segment today. So, you know, guys, write in. You think we get these millions and millions of messages and we're not <laughs> going to be able to trawl through them and find your message, but we do. We see every message that you send us. Hey, and sometimes you even get on the pod that way. Where's Farmer McDonald? Yeah, I haven't seen him at all today. Oh, oh, that's embarrassing. That's really embarrassing, Collingwood. You have Mark happen on the goal line. There was about four Collingwood players and one Sydney player standing on the goal line. Four of them trying to contest the goal and touch it over the line and the Sydney player just marked it. Who, who's that young fellow that kicks that goal? I've honestly never seen that man in my life. I wonder if Logan McDonald's not playing. I'm going to message Annabelle and find out. No, I don't think he is. About, is he injured? Maybe. McLean. Same name as our orthodontist. Maybe they're related. Possibly. McLean feels like a popular last name. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh me. Oh dear, dear. Collingwood are going to lose. Oh I mean, God. I think you expected them to lose. But then when you get that glimmer of hope and then you get reminded again, like, why do I have faith? Oh me, oh my. I miss the Red Bull. Bring back the Red Bull. Hmm. They used to have them for like the Anzac Day games, and yeah, it was a bit dark in the last quarter, but no one was unaware of where the football was. Mm. But you know, like when you're driving at night time and there's no lights, sometimes you can't even see the road. What? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> visibility is like important. 
I know, but they have lights for the stadium. Yeah, but... It'd be pretty scary if the lights went off at one of the stadiums. I'm sure that's happened before. I'm sure there was a power outage. There was power a riot outage. immediately, and the St Kilda supporters stole all the goalposts, and there was a fire, and then there was helicopters coming over the ground. What? what in the 90s. I feel like there's got to be some more info to that. Like, it was just like, within half an hour of the blackout happening, everyone created a riot. It would be so quite scary. <laughs> like, even um at the venue where we played last night, it's like an underground, like, claustrophobic it's space. It's a basement. It's a basement, yeah, it's a basement. And last night, there was probably, like, 100 people there. And I, every time I'm there, I just think, like, if we got trapped in here, like, we would actually... It's like, quite a long and skinny room. Yeah, and I feel like I always... Every time I'm in there, I just have, like, this vision of being in a war bunker where it's, like, we're actually... What would happen if we all just, like, couldn't get out of this room for some reason? I had the same experience at the Grace Darling, the, the pub That's of huge. Hollywood. But they have a basement room where they do, like, live music or DJs. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and it had just one really small single-file door to enter in and out of. And I was like, Jesus. It's just a fire hazard. And, you know, I always remember reading stories about 9-11 and just, like, people trying to... Sorry. It's cool to talk about 9-11 of a football podcast. But people, like, like thousands and thousands of people, like, stampeding down the, like, skinny stairways. Yeah, in like China just, they oh. have slippery dips in their fire Really? Estate. That's such Not a smart idea. Not in all the buildings, but in the really tall ones. And I don't know if it goes down the whole way, but it kind of looks like a metal water slide, but with the top open. Yeah. So I assume you that go in, yeah. like, the hands crossed to cross your chest, and then you just, like, slide. Cause obviously it's but even even open. so, though, if there was, like, thousands of people... Or if you were people, bat, you wouldn't be able to. Yeah. It would be like that episode of It's Always Sunny where they get stuck in the water slide at the water park. Have you seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them all, baby. That's it's it. just the different ways that people get a different momentum coming mm. down, so there may well be a big Blockage. backlog. Collingwood, you should probably get a goal before the quarter. Yeah, otherwise it's a bit cringe. Okay, when we come back after the third quarter, that's when we'll do our new segment, our game segment. Okay. It's going to be fun, I think. I, you know what I was thinking? There's been so many um, games at Marley Stadium this weekend. I know there's more than normal, but because it was a, the Friday night game and that kind of Good thing. mark. Who's um, that? That's that same kid from Fort McLean. Oh, sorry. Tom Pappy's BFF. Oh, there you go. Um, they should just... Cause, well, because the Western Bulldogs are trying to raise money to revamp Witten Oval so that they can... Um, oh, cool. That would be awesome. Because the women's games get played there yeah. and then they want the men's games to play there. Because there's no real home ground advantage anymore. No. And so that would be really cool if all the clubs could do that. And the reason I thought of it was because St Kilda, their, their home ground is Marvel. Can do a quick Google Maps, but in my mind, I was like, those two things are so far away from me. Well, the Docklands is like the asshole of nowhere. Like, it doesn't, it's not really close to any of the teams. It's kind of close to, um, it's west, isn't it? So it is kind of close to Footscray and. No, it's Parliament. south. Is it? Well, it's like south of the city. Let me look it up. Marvel. It's south and North Melbourne. There is no south of the city, it's the ocean. It's not that far from the city, though. You can walk there from the city. What? Oh, it really isn't that far from the city. I thought it was. I've walked there many really times. Far away. I've walked there from like oh, so Brunswick it is kind before. Of close to St Kilda, actually. I take it all back. Right next to North Melbourne. Um, do you know, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I was thinking yesterday about why was I think why was I thinking about this? I think I was just like walking around somewhere and there was lots of people wearing port um colours, 
And I was just thinking like how cool it is to like have a team and be like, you know, like obviously your team is like, this is my team, but it's like, no, no, like this is like my team. Like if you like, especially if you like grow up in Port Adelaide and like it's always like Western suburbs. And that's what's so great about like SANFL and like the waffle and stuff like that. It's like your team is like your team. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like everyone you know supports them. You like know the places like, and that's why I like, you know, obviously like you still love Collingwood and like Collingwood's your team, but I feel like that's what I love so much about being like a port supporter is like like today we were at Westlakes and there was like heaps of people wearing port gear and I was just like oh like this is like I'm in like a Port Adelaide like place. I've noticed this year more than others people are really like just wearing their merch around everywhere. I don't know how much I enjoy that. I like a scarf or a beanie, but you should have seen wearing a Guernsey or you should have seen some of the get ups we like, saw at the shops hell. this morning on game day. Um, I, that's true actually it's game day so that does change. Yeah. Do you want to start our new segment? Sure. Okay, close your eyes. I'm going to introduce it. Actually, you don't need to close your eyes. I'll just introduce it. So in my hand, I have a pack of footy cards. And I'm going to read out the stats on the card. And you have to guess what player it is. Okay. I. Does it matter that I never had a footy card or really know what they are? Yeah, no, it doesn't matter at all. You never have. You never collected footy cards? No. That's what it, I've, that was like the biggest joy of being 10 was like collecting all the footy cards and having like a full like when me and Lucy Hazen used to take our like little journals because they give you it's like almost like a photo album with like slips and you put all the cards in and mm. you buy that at the start of the season and then you get a pack at the news agent like every week and then like you might get a really good card one week and they're like fuck yeah and then you take your journal to school and show everyone that it's like the best feeling <laughs> anyway but that doesn't it's relevant to the game basically it just has a bunch of stats on it mm-hmm. of the player in question that's being demonstrated on the card so I'm going to read them out and then you have to guess who it is okay Okay, so that's why you have to close your eyes. But you don't really. I'll just I'll face the other way. Okay. Okay. Okay, got a good one. Mm-hmm. Now. Oh, you've got actual football cards. Where did you get these from? Jaden bought them for me. <laughs> Jaden bought them and said, I want you to do this on the pod. So this goes out for you, Jaden Cotton. Okay. So this player was born in 1992. Oh, my God, it's his, it's his birthday today. Whoa. That's cr- Wait, actually, no. 15th? Today's the 15th, isn't it? Yeah. He's born on the 16th of May. So it's his birthday tomorrow. Whoa, happy birthday. He debuted in 2011. His average kicks in 2020 was 9.4. Average disposals oh. 20.8. He plays for a Victorian team. Which one? Well, I can't tell you that yet. Okay. He's the son of a former Brownlow medalist for the same team. Ooh. He's won the team's best and fairest before. Ooh. And he shares the AFL record for the most tackles in a game. 19 tackles in one game. So he's got the AFL, equal AFL record. He's 180 yeah. centimetres. Midfielder? Yeah. I think you could get this one. Yeah, I just have to steward over for a moment. Well, you can't steward over for that long. Why not? Because we've got to keep moving to the next card. Son of a Brownlow medalist for the same team. Yeah. And this person, both people are very much um, fixtures in, in the folklore. Like, they're both, like, beloved characters, I would say. Hmm. This, the player... Is it Christian Petrarca? No. Is he the son of a Brownlow medalist? I don't know. That's such I a just random like guess. He, Viney! Jack Viney! No. Oh. Wrong, wrong club. Oh. What club is it? Oh, you'll know immediately if I tell you what okay. club. Okay. Who's the player? Go on. I'll, t- I'll, guess I'll, t- for that long. I'll tell you the club and then you you can guess. It's okay. Western Bulldogs. It's Libba. Oh, Tom Libertore, everyone. Congratulations to you if you're listening and you and you guessed it. It's Libertore. 
I know that. I was going to hear a nickname. Oh. Do you think I actually thought it was Tom Libba? I'm reading the fucking card, Rose. He said ca- Libertore. <laughs> Whatever. What? Um, okay, I'll pick the next one. Okay, we've got the next one. All right, now, this player in question has famously played for two clubs. Patrick Dangerfield. Fuck off. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Oh, my God, wow. Wow, this game's great. Okay, this one I think you will get. This player was born in 1994. Mm-hmm. Drafted in 2017. <gasps> debuted 2018. It's 204 centimetres. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's played the most games for his club wearing the number 46 Guernsey. Oh no, the ball just hit the umpire in the head for the second time in this game. He's I wonder be, if it was the same umpire. The umpire's going to have to go off with the concussion rule. And we'll learn if it applies to Number the umpire. Number 46, as well. 1994. And I would say another, another one who um, is a sort of a, char- a, a beloved character, has a, a nickname that people use to, to describe him regularly, including like on commentary. So he's known by his nickname. Um, let me see what other stats I can get off this card that might help you out here. He's also, in 56 games, he'd kicked 30 goals before the start of this year. So, you know. He's up and about, yeah. He's up and about. That's all the information I can give you off the card. So you're what gonna have state to is he from? He's from Queensland. Well, I don't know if he's from Queensland, but he played. Oscar McInerney. Very good. That's two out of three so far. Should we keep going? Sure. I can tell you what to do. <laughs> oh, no. I can stop. No, I no, no. Obviously, you've got much more interesting things no, to say. So I don't um, at all. It's just because you were grinning so much. Well, sorry, I'm actually having fun for once in my goddamn fucking life. Sorry, I'll um, I'll tone it down if that makes Why you. Why are you doing this? I just said we should continue. That makes continue. you more No, no. I want to watch the game in, in dead, in complete dead silence, <laughs> and then never speak to you ever again. What's the card? I don't, I don't know. I lost them. <laughs> this is I'm very anxious. <laughs> Who's this? That's Will Hoskin Elliott, my arch nemesis. Oh, he might be the saving grace for you. There you go. Only calling a player who could score in two two quarters of football. Yeah. Maybe you have to rethink that arch nemesis title. What's the next card, Erin? What are you talking about? I don't know. I have cards? I'm annoyed he got a goal because now he won't get dropped. I hate when they say things like that. Like Jonathan Brown just said, there's a lesson for young forwards, always play in front. Like, they're obviously trying, but there's a defender there sometimes that might be better than them. They're not, not in front because they're choosing not to be. Oh, they forgot about it. I haven't been to the football yet this year. I'm really jealous they're going again to. How, oh, yeah. Um, do you think it's possible to get tickets if you're not a member? Yeah. What do you, it's very possible. Many people have done that. Okay. Because Collingwood are playing here in a fortnight. You can easily get tickets. Open crows. Yeah. You go, go, yeah, you and James could easily go. Yeah. The hill, the hill's back as well. It's probably back. Because the showdown was full capacity. Yeah, they're still divided into pods, but it's like... But how could they fit the same amount of people if it was divided into pods? I don't know, man. They're just roped off. It's kind of funny. It's like the little farm animals. I guess, yeah. Which in many ways... Yeah, the we are. ...the of football are. Well, all humans are really no different from farm animals. Yeah, George Orwell taught us that. They're all sentient beings. Except for the animal book. <laughs> the new one. <laughs> Mac and Ernie. 
Oscar McInerney. Oscar. Oh, still Simon's what, why, are talking, why are they talking about Oscar McInerney in this game? No, I think it's a different McInerney. Oh, but that's weird. We were talking about him. So we've got two goals in it. 15 minutes to go before. Still sideboarding looks pretty injured. Do you know what? Still sideboarding getting Might injured. Might be for the best. Um, that's exactly him. what I was going about to say. Let's Might be the best thing for your on. career. Not your career, your season. It's so sad when players are forced to extra time and some injuries. Mm. And now the clock's counting down again. Yep, what the fuck? for this quarter. They like try, maybe that someone pressed the wrong button and then they were like, we've just got to stick with it now. Great, Mark, bye buddy. Oh no, buddy Frank didn't want that one. I don't even know why Brayden Maynard Hang is on a minute. Why the, oh. playing on him considering he's half the size. <laughs> well, yeah, why, who's Darcy matching up on if not Buddy? That's a hard kick. That is as flat of an angle as I've ever seen. Oh, I hit the post. Oh, no. Unlucky, mate. Imagine if it came back and hit him. Have you ever seen that? I haven't. I'd like to. Would hurt, though. Really hurt. I wonder what's the funniest way someone's ever got a concussion. Well, I remember Jordan Ruppard. Who was it playing today, actually? Oh, because he's concussed again. <laughs> um, in the the Hawthorne game uh, semi-final for Western Bulldogs, and he got someone kicked the ball and it just went straight into his face, straight off the boot. Uh, like, and he was concussed from that. Like, yeah. That's hectic. I meant, I meant actually like in the whole world, not just in football. Oh. Like what's the randomest thing that someone's ever done that led to a concussion? Oh, that was, I didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Bad well, turnover. I don't know. Would anything really be that funny that leads to a concussion? It'd be like something. Not, not necessarily thing. funny, just like unexpected. Oh, I see. What's your theory? I don't know. There's infinite possibilities. I was just pondering the, the uh, infinite nature of. Something falling on you could be kind of funny. Mm. A piano, perhaps. So you'd get more than a concussion if a piano <laughs> fell on you. A piano key <laughs> dropped from a <laughs> A guitar. <laughs> Talk about tickling the ivories. Have you seen all of these football cards? Yeah, but look at them all. Ah. <gasps> calm down, Buddy Franklin. I'm going to have to ask you to calm down, Buddy. The one thing I find so funny about the... um. <gasps> Oh. oh god! Oh god! They've botched this. Oh dear! You know when Could you see those coming? Yeah, but you know how often do you see those players where you're like, "How did that not result in a goal?" Yeah. You know, like it's like. Oh, there was one yesterday. It was so sad because St Kilda played Geelong last night and they played really well, but they like kicked. Kick. Oh, oh. That would have been really cool. Bad luck, Puppy. Um, but they kicked like. Two goals, nine from set shots or something like well, that. Well, there was zero nine to start with. They didn't kick that. Yeah, and a few of those were rushed, but they had six missed set shots in a row to start the game. So Geelong really got let off. But there was one <sighs> in the third quarter because they were in it the whole time. They were playing really well, mm. um, and they got out the back, and it was that new guy King, the, the identical twin with the lanky. Max King. Yeah, and maybe Membry or some some random. Anyway, oh, mark from it got out the back and it was a 2v1 and it was a certain goal. And then he just couldn't pick up the ball. He was like paddling it That's for the ball. what felt like 20 metres and he just couldn't pick uh, it up. And then um, Tui just came in and picked it up straight away and uh, went back the other way. I was like, that actually really sucks. Thank you. Max King. Max King. And then he um, missed a set shot and then he went to the bench and threw his water bottle at the ground. I thought you were going to say throw. <laughs> <laughs> and said, fuck. 
They're just really, like, there's really not a lot of urgency from a team who's only 14 points down with 10 minutes to go. And also, it's just like, what, what's the plan? It's like you Whenever could, you yeah. see them do something, it's not like, oh, good kick. You're like, why? Yeah, they could easily still win this game if they were, like, acting like they wanted to, you know? What's going on? Oh, no. A 50-metre penalty. That's unlucky. John Noble, what have you done? There he is. The guy from before, whose name I've forgotten, McLean. McLean, the guy who's got the same name as Zara for some reason. He actually could be related to her. That's no, I actually think he couldn't be related to her. Hayden, son of Helen. No, I I would put a thousand, hundred thousand dollars on the fact that they're not related. You don't have that much money. No, I don't, but I'd be willing to <gasps> work out a payment it's coming plan. Coming back beautifully. Um. <laughs> Oh, this is the disaster. Pretty boring game, eh? So we haven't watched an exciting game for the podcast in, at this point, three years. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what games we've done. Oh, some of them have been pretty good, but no, not in yeah. a few weeks, I agree with you. Yeah. It's probably because of when we're available as well, because yeah. the time slots of the mid-up, the early oh, afternoon true. games are usually pretty average lineups. He looks like a... Hollywood superstar Josh Kennedy, but for like a mm. Wild West, where he's like the one who technically has morals, even though he's still by today's standards a terrible person. Uh, I feel like he's more of a Javier Bardem in Vicky Cristina Barcelona, like a Spanish. Really specific. Like a, don't know. <laughs> like a Spanish Don Juan. He oh he'd be like you'd be, it would be like a white like a white American like Ladies Weekend, and he'd be like. Senorita. yeah. <laughs> he would like approach the group, and one of the girls, one Hola, of like, not the main character, but like the main character's best friend, would like have a B plot where she was hooking up with him. Yeah. Okay. Oh dearie me. I'm feeling pretty um not wanting to go to the game tonight because I'm really um convinced we're gonna lose. But it'll also be the first time I ever see Bontempelli in real life. Oh. Oh, another goal for Sydney. That probably is. I saw Port play Western Bulldogs at Adelaide Oval two years ago. I remember that because you were in the cheer squad for Bulldogs. (laughs) (laughs) I got invited in. It was really exciting. They didn't really have a very good cheer squad though. They had like one pom pom. It wasn't good. (laughs) Low budget. Um, Just blowing like a party popper from reject shops. Yeah, because the security guard came over to invite. It was like a message. Like he was like the servant of the queen. <laughs> like someone sent you a drink from across the bar. <laughs> this is from that guy. Oh, Nathan Buckley, head in your hands. As you should, mate. You've blown this game well and truly. 20 points down. That's probably it, I'd say. I think it's probably, hot take, probably time for Buckley to go. I've been feeling this way for about a decade now. <laughs> and I finally feel safe enough to share with the group. Well, I mean, you know what? You know what's annoying is that because you bought, like, I think you said this last week, because you had a win last week, you like, he's like bought himself another seven games <laughs> or like two-year contract. Yeah, probably. like if, if you'd lost no, like can't. if you'd lost like fifteen games in a row, he would be gone. But if you lose six games, win one, and then lose another seven on the other side of that, it's like that one win will carry him through. Oh, apparently Logan McDonald hasn't played for a few weeks, and neither has Errol. What? I think the young boys are getting like getting some rest. Which actually, I think that's actually a very smart coaching decision. Because that was the whole thing everyone was saying about Sydney at the start of the season. Like, yeah, they're amazing, but like, will they be able to last? Because they've got so many like young kids. So to like give them that like kind of first third of the year's over, have a little bit of a rest recharge. I respect that. Yeah, but game experience for some point. The buy is coming up. Mm. 
Yeah, I guess. But, you know, like we... But I'm, I'm sure, also not the coach. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure they probably know more about what's going on than, than we do. <laughs> what? That guy just debated about mm. 18 Collingwood players. Well, can In you other really words, call every it? single player. <laughs> <laughs> can you really call it evasion if they weren't trying at all to get him? Did you hear about the streak for Adelaide over last week during the showdown? Uh, I saw a video of it, but he's wearing a mask, which I thought was really funny. He was wearing like a mask and underwear and that was it. But the funniest thing was just like how many, there was four security guards chasing him and he was like dodging all of them. <laughs> and all the players were just standing there waiting to start the quarter, just like watching on. Did any of them seem like they were enjoying it or were they all Yeah, Aaliyah, because Aaliyah, Aaliyah was closest to us and he appeared to be like chuckling, but everyone else was kind of like, literally like acted like it wasn't even happening, which they're probably told to do, to be honest. If you think about it. Why don't they tackle them? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like when the pigs got released. I don't know. Who's this, number 22? That's Nick Blakey. He's got a really funny run, but we probably won't see it in this instance. Who's got, he looks a lot like Scott Lysett. You think? Yeah, I do think. I think he looks like the young kid out of Gallipoli, the Mel Gibson movie, not the recent streaming series. I didn't know there was a recent streaming series called Gallipoli. Indeed. Well, another goal. That's all she wrote, folks. I think we yep. cash out on this game. Yep. Isaac Candy, three goals. Talk about a big comeback. <gasps> Whoa! Hawthorne's only winning by one <gasps> point. Oh, my God. North Melbourne are going to win. Quick, let's sw- let's swap. Now, when this game finishes, we'll swap and do the last quarter of, <laughs> of the other game. It's uh, all right. Haney missed to the side, but now they've kicked equal amount of points. So, um, ultimately, happier. Five, so pretty inaccurate game. Yeah. I think Sydney get one more goal and Collingwood the worst. Did you tip Port or Bulldogs? I tipped the Dogs. Yeah, so did I. I can't believe I'm going to see Bontepelli in real life. I wonder if he'll make eye contact with me. Yeah, he was the best. Oh, good mark from Buddy. In the game I went to. That's where I was going with that. Oh, I think he's been the best by far in most games that most people have been to, especially of late. And oh, maybe I'll... <gasps> North are in front. Fuck yes, North. And maybe if Levy comes close to me, I'll, I'll let it. I'll say happy birthday for tomorrow. And he'll be like, oh my god, thank you. That actually means a lot, you know, that you would think to say that. Thank you. What are you guys doing tonight? Let's go hang out. Celebrating tonight? How old is he turning? What did you say, 94? Uh, 94 or 92. I'll look. 27? Maybe I'll invite him to the party. Buddy, are you going goal. to that party I'm gonna, tonight? I'm going to turn it over. No, Rose! What? Wait, that's not how we, we can't do you that. You asked me to. I was joking. Oh, okay, I'll put it back. He's born in 92, so he's turning 29. He's old. Yeah. So you're nearly 30 and you've got two Simpsons tattoos? My God. Well, he's going to be nearly 70 and still have two Simpsons tattoos. That's the point of tattoos. Yeah. Oh. Also, that guy's name is Warner. What guy? Number one. Oh. I don't, who's Cox? Cox, Nick Cox. I don't know. If oh, the Essendon guy. Yeah, Essendon. That's right. That's yeah. right. So many young... We're, we're taking a lot of new young fellas under our wing during the pod this year. It's a new generation. 35 left. Darcy has not played very well today. Actually, I wouldn't say there's a single player on Collingwood that's played very well today. Um, Mark Keane continues to grow. Caleb Poulter seems to be getting a feel for the game, but other than that. And it's like you're on a different bar because you guys are like the new ones. You're yeah, like you're allowed to be shit. Well, but yeah. you're just improving. Oh. Oh, good mark. Who's that? Blakey? That's Dane Rampey. Rampey, oh. They all do kind of look the same. But like that's, my, that's literally my only criticism distinct, of Sydney. Um, like physical stature, though. Swans that's the one. game. Swans one. 
30 point margin, very, very satisfying to look at. 72 to 42. Oh, there you go. Lance and Braden Maynard just had a hug. So oh, that sportsmanship. It. I missed it. That sportsmanship is I won't look at you before the game starts, but after the game, we're actually going to not even just shake hands, we're going to hug it out, Bubby. And that's why Lance Frank. Chris Maynard hugging it out also. Many oh, hugs. Braden Maynard loves a hug. Um, all right, I'm going to have to stop because I'm actually running late to an event. Um, Anything you want to say before oh, we go? Oh, where are you going? I'm just going to go to 640 before we go to the football. Because oh. we just moved in around the corner and I haven't seen the house yet. Oh, no shit. No shit. You were, you're invited to come, but um, I'm just looking at you right now and thinking about it. Why didn't you tell me earlier? No, well, I'm not prepared. No, I'm just dropping by. But she was like, I'll bring whoever. Oh, okay. I see. She said, bring, bring the crew. And I presume that includes you. But I was like, oh, like I'll see who's around. I don't think Jane's coming. Anyway, we probably don't need to talk about this on air. <laughs> Live on air, airing our dirty laundry. Um, cool. All right. Well, do you have any other comments to make? Do you have a bone to pick? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well. Uh, oh my God, North Melbourne are gonna win. Please God, let North Melbourne win. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna stop recording, but I hope if you're listening to this. And North Melbourne won. Give yourself a little pat on the pat on the back and so smile and think. And think anything is possible because North Melbourne won. But if they didn't win, just look to look to yourself sadly and and remember what it's like to be us right now in this moment, not knowing if North Melbourne won or not. All right. See you next week. Thanks for listening. And uh, as always, follow us on at Real Men Don't Wear Long Sleeves Pod on Instagram. Goodbye. Bye.